0: his search to clear his family's name.
1: Take a look at this. It's a cipher. Clever. Has uncovered a secret he never expected to find. There is a book, and it has the information you need. The President's Book of Secrets. A collection of documents for President's eyes only. The truth behind the JFK conspiracy. The missing minutes from the Watergate tapes. And of course, Area 51.
0: Contains all of our
1: nation's secrets.
0: I need to see the president's book. The only way you'll ever see that book is if you get elected
1: president. I'm gonna kidnap him. I'm gonna kidnap the president of the United States.
0: Going to Lake Havasu for spring break or
1: anything? No, we're starting from Living It Up! You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, I Got a Sequel Remix. This is episode 361. I'm Marquis Mike. Living It Up! Living It Up! Getting ready for spring break. Going to Lake Havasu? Yeah. Yeah, make sure you hit play. And, like mead. Uh... But. So before we hit record there, I was Pacific Northwest spring break, it feels so early. It's like, it's, yeah, yeah. it is. Like, my buddy's a teacher and their spring break is first full week of April, yes, I think? Yes, I was, so... Looking get uh, snow. There was potential, I, I, I might have had to, to travel, uh, and we had uh, a sister-in-law offer to say, hey, uh, if Mark's gonna be out of town, I'll come. I'll come hang out with you during uh, my kid's spring break. And I'm like, that's perfect. End of April, great time to come here. No, first week of April. I like, that's so early. It's cold. Yeah, that's not spring break. It's not spring, you can't go tank top and flip flops. No, jeez, you can't suns out guns out out here. No, but I, I but I guess that's maybe
0: why so many like co- like college kids go places on these spring breaks, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you ever do a big? I did a spring break trip once. Uh, Me and some friends road tripped uh, down the coast to San Francisco. Oh. So we drove over to Portland. Yeah. And then down the 101, Highway 101, Uh, down to San Francisco. So we got some, a little Northern California. Not hot. No. It was definitely warm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we did that. That was my only spring break trip. Well, no, I think I did another one where I went fly fishing. But that one was like. It was freezing cold. Yeah. I went to Montana fly fishing. Terrible time to go. Hardly caught any fish. Yeah.
1: But yeah. I did one to Canada. I went opposite direction. Oh. Up north. Went up north for spring break. Uh, Cold, but you could drink. You can drink at 19. Yes. Yeah. Which is why a lot of us elected to go to Canada. Uh, Then a second one, camp trip. Also very cold. Yeah, yeah. We just went to like the beach of Washington in April. So yeah, like, freezing.
0: Yeah, not, uh, not yeah. Super I never warm.
1: did like the summertime, like spring break or like the the warm weather. Never got to Mexico. I was never on MTV Spring Break. You know, you watch those shows, yeah. and I I'm just like,
0: wow. There's a lot of rich kids out there. Rich, yeah. I I have I. That's not even. That was not even close to being feasible to me. Like, the the spring break trip that I took to San Francisco, we drove. And I'm pretty sure, like, a couple of the people that we went with, like, ended up, like, just saying, hey, don't worry about the money
1: on hotels and stuff. Because I had no money. Yeah.
0: I'm like, I can't go. And they're like, no, you're going. I'm like, I can't. I literally can't. Like, I have no... I have no money. Yeah. I don't know how people had money in college. I never had any money in college. I don't know how people did.
1: Yeah, it's. It, yeah, you
0: see those and... I used my dining plan money to buy video games. I mean, that's how broke I was,
1: Mark. Oh, yeah. I didn't eat. I bought. Yeah, I would just buy. You know, if you convert however much you can. I would just, like, yeah, it's, that's DVDs and swag. Yeah, and a sweatshirt. Yeah, that's how I get new clothes. It's using the dining money yeah. as allotted. Uh, yeah, but hit up that uh, campus bookstore to buy movies. Yeah, that, that's yeah, really, really started my love. I had that, you know. You have to get that black and white poster of every uh, famous uh, mafioso character from a movie. Yeah, all at one big dining table. You know, I didn't see half those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now I feel now I feel like caught up. Uh, so watch a lot of movies. What have you been watching? Oh yeah, I got I I watched some
0: stuff. Um, I didn't watch a ton. I watched a lot of newer things. I'll start with that. And I would say, just generally speaking, everything was mediocre. Okay. Nothing terrible. Nothing exceptional. Yeah. Everything was just manageable. Right? Just fine. So, I watched uh, the the, the new Ryan Reynolds Hotness, The Atom Project. Mm. It's fun. This is it better than Free Guy? Better than Free Guy. Okay. It is better than Free Guy because the kid actor is great. Okay. And if you watch it, you'll see why. Uh, because I don't want to give Do you know the premise. I don't want to give I, away the premise.
1: I, I know the general premise. I think... Is you, it in the preview? I think it's in the preview. Okay, yeah. I, so... I, I think generally people... The, if, if you go to Netflix, you pause for three seconds on As Project, I think the preview... Okay. In the first, like, ten seconds tells you... So the, general the kid that
0: got to play the a young Ryan Reynolds character. Yeah. He does a really good job of doing Ryan Reynolds as a kid. Oh. Like. It it it's pretty good. Um, so I gotta give the kid props. Not near enough Zo- uh Zoe Saldana. uh uh-huh. They need more of her in that. Um but it's kind of a cool little sci-fi movie, totally worth... I think it's worth checking out. It's on yeah. Netflix, and it's a cool sci-fi movie.
1: In the preview, in, in the description on Netflix, it says, after accidentally crash-landing in 2022, time-traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self. Okay, cool. So. Yeah, it's a totally cool sci-fi movie. Um,
0: and as far as a time-travel movie, mm-hmm. it, it's fine. I mean, no matter what time-travel movie you watch, like... Something doesn't make sense. Yeah, but yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah, Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted made sense. Perfect, totally perfect. perfect time travel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched 2021's Disney's Jungle Cruise. Okay. Jungle Cruise is like Indiana Jones has a baby with Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Yeah. I get that vibe. Emily Blunt is not good in it. Oh, that's Shin. Um, The Rock. Is not good in it. Yeah. Jesse Clemens is terrible in it. Oh, that's a shit. Absolutely. I was dumbfounded on how bad he was in yeah. that movie. The
1: movie itself is okay. That's rough to hear. Because Jesse Clemens always excellent in yeah. everything. Emily Blunt, always, everything I've seen her, always excellent. Yeah. And The Rock still, he, he does his shtick. So, yeah, yeah. just did not come together for you. The, the, the performances are not good. Okay. The movie itself is okay,
0: but for me it's okay because it's in my wheelhouse. House. Yeah. I love treasure hunting shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, watch that. Uh, got Out to the Theater. Brand new movie. X. Oh, you saw X? Saw X. Okay. Uh, X is probably the best thing I saw
1: in last couple of I know, yeah, see, so you've already, you gave it away that everything was kind of mediocre. Now, I wasn't expecting the, the Vich or The Lighthouse, but is it a fun time at the movie theater? It's a fun time at the movie theater. Okay. Yeah,
0: it is a fun time at the movie theater. It's probably the best of the things I saw. Yeah. It, it, I think it brings the average up on this couple of weeks of movies to okay. okay from not so okay. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah, I... I think you should watch it. Okay. I think you'd like it. I liked it. Yeah. It's out there. Mm-hmm. It's got some original. It's it's kind of got some cool original like slasher movie stuff. Um, awesome editing, absolutely awesome editing, really cool music. Um, so yeah, tot- I, I, I guess we're watching. I think it'd be a per- I think it's a pretty good big screen movie too. Okay. Um, there's some there's some cool camera stuff going on. Yeah, um, special effects. Uh, another brand new movie I watched. Oh, another Jesse Plemons vehicle. Uh, just released Netflix Windfall. Oh yeah yeah. Jason saw that previous Plemons. Um, oh, what's the girl? Uh, well, she's, she's great in cause it. Because it's a three.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a little th- Tomlinson something. Tom Tomlinson. Emma Thompson, the oh Lily Collins, Lily, Lily Collins. Collins, yes, um, she's in that Tom and Pammy show. Wait, no, that's Lily James. Lily Collins is from, she's in some of those like young,
0: like young adult sci-fi. I think like,
1: Insurgents or something like that. Let's see what do we know. Her most popular films are Divergence, something like that. Ojja. She was in Mank, Tarzan, uh, Love, Rosie, The Blind Side, Mirror, Mirror. I, I don't see the divergence. She was in Mortal Instruments. That's what Mortal Instruments is one of City, City of Bones, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't
0: seen that. But she is in it. She's in it. And I, I know I've seen her before. Mm-hmm. I think she must have been in a TV show I watched I mean, or something. Like, Netflix like, shows. Yeah, or maybe a guest spot on something.
1: Is she is she Emily and Perry? Is that Lily Collins? Is that yeah, she's 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 Emily in Paris. That's that's probably I mean, that's a very popular show on oh. Netflix, I'm sure you might have missed that one uh, yeah i don't know that that was, right? <laughs> you I, i've seen her one. so yeah. maybe i've seen the netflix preview
0: or something of her i, I recognize that is one of those like super like when you log in like they okay. hit you hard when
1: season two rolls around
0: but she's she's good mm-hmm. jesse Plemons redeemed himself for me yeah. from disney cruise and jason siegel is just he's okay i guess and i that pops it, up
1: just every like four years right yeah
0: it's a it's a it's a kind of a cool movie yeah. um the music is fantastic. It's got this old school vibe, like, orchestration score that reminds me of, like, a Hitchcock movie. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. I, I I definitely recommend checking it out and, and, and letting me know what you think of it. All right. And then, uh, finally, I watched another brand new movie, the HBO uh, Kinney. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: it's okay. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's okay.
0: It starts... Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, it starts good. It kind of falls apart at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, it's got a really cool... A, a, a cool setting and plot. Um, just kind of falls apart at the end for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if I even really can recommend it. I don't know. I think, pardon me, I don't really like Zoe Kravitz that much. Like... I, like, I've seen her in, in uh, was it Pretty Little Lies or whatever? Oh, yeah, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Yeah, she's in that. She's in
1: the Batman. Yeah. Um, I've seen her in some other things, I'm sure. I, but... I, I, I'm i aware of Zoe Kravitz. I know she was in Big Little Lies. I know she had the um, high-fidelity television show that Hulu did, or okay. some series. Uh, but I've never seen her in anything except for The Batman. And uh, I thought he was great because she had to, everybody else was very sad, and so it was kind of nice, it was refreshing to have a character who wasn't sad, sure. Uh, but that's all I know her from, and that fact that she's um, you know, uh, Lenny Kravitz and uh, uh, Lisa Bonet's daughter, right? That's
0: it, yeah. I, um, she's got cool hair in it. On, on the come up, though.
1: I mean, gosh, she's probably like, oh, yeah, she, or something. she's blown up, yeah. yeah,
0: she's got cool hair. I'm not sure I'd like her that much as an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she's bad, yeah. per se. Just not, I don't know, just not, nothing's blown me away yet that she's done. Yeah. But the movie itself, yeah, starts good, kind of falls off. Um, yeah. Decide for yourself. <laughs> I can't recommend it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't watch it again. But, yeah, so that's what I, yeah, what, about,
1: yeah. what have you been, been digging into here? I watched two movies. Okay. That's it. Since we did, we watched Smoking the Bandit, I watched two films and two other films What we did for this movie. Uh, I did a little bit of traveling. I was in a hotel. They just had cable. That's so why I was just flipping around. I watched uh 2002 comedy spy action movie, I Spy, with uh, Eddie Murphy and <laughs> Owen Olson. That's fine. That movie's great. Yeah. I was like, this I is fun. Re- what- I, I was in a hotel. I was just like a bottle of water and like some chips. I was watching it and kind of playing on my phone at the same time. And it ended. I was like, yeah, that was, that was probably bad, but that was, that
0: was fine. I haven't seen that movie since it was in the theater. Yeah. I remember I went to see that movie with my sister. Was the guy uh, that's in, he's in beep and he's in office space. Um, I can't remember his name. He plays like the super, super agent. Um, I just remember him being hilarious in that. Gary Cole Gary Cole yeah like there's one time he like Gary Cole parachutes in like, I think Gary something.
1: Cole under is a very like, anytime Gary Cole shows him something I think he's the best thing in the scene yeah. he is in like, yeah. Gary Cole's always funny he's to me. so good yeah he, when yeah. he was on Beep his scenes
0: he always saw every scene he was in yeah, yeah. Uh, so I one spy one, like, with commercials with commercials I bet that was nice yeah then, huh?
1: yeah uh i buy eddie Murphy as like a lightweight boxer like you know, <laughs> good shape uh, uh yeah i kind of forgot i that don't the premise. buy owen wilson as like a karate expert though <laughs> uh but yeah it was, it was fine it was, it was all right yeah. i i did not give it a star rating i added it to my diary but i said in good conscience i cannot rate this film like, an and then i watched one other movie um I watched. Uh, I, I bought a. I bought a children's book for my child, and it's called "Bedtime for Batman." And it's his favorite book now. He he just bring, he finds it. He brings it to me, puts it in my hand, sits in my lap. and I read the book to him, and then uh, adorably he he reads the book and he can't speak. He just says he he says da 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 da. But I do something in the book that any time Batman speaks, I do, I do Christian Bale's Batman voice. <laughs> and now he does Christian Bale's Batman voice. Uh, And every now and then, I just throw in like a, swear to me, (laughs) you know, get a rise out of the audience. So I was like, I gotta watch The Dark Knight again. I watched The Dark Knight again. Uh, It's because i just seen The Batman, which I really enjoyed. So I watched The Dark Knight. Dark Knight, fantastic movie. Holds up. the beginning, I was like, oh, is this cornier than I remember it being all these years later? And then you get into the groove of the movie. Once the Joker shows up, you're like, nah, this movie's great. Yeah. So, that's it. I spy. And The Dark Knight, two uh, memorable icons of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> I did get two other movies. One, one of these I did watch while on my travel. I watched it on a uh, Kindle Fire, as I'm sure it was meant to be. And the one we're actually going to review, I watched on the big screen. So, you know, uh, I feel like I fully immersed. But the first one. Yeah, well, on. Kindle, I mean, Kindle's
0: got good resolution.
1: Yeah, oh, it looks fantastic on my seven-inch Kindle. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sure, and I'm sure that's what uh, John uh, Tob when he directed this, he was like, people are going to watch this on their phones. We watched 2007 sequel to 2004's National Treasure. We watched National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Uh, National Treasure is a 2004 movie starring Nicolas Cage, Diane Kruger, Justin Bartha, Sean Bean, and John Voight. Uh, Harvey cartell Harvey is also there. Uh, it is directed by John Turtletob, who also directed The Meg, Cool Runnings, a uh, bunch of other movies. Actually, like when you go through his IMDb, like John is this done some stuff. This is a guy's name that you should know. Yeah. Uh, written by Jim Caffey, who also wrote Rush Hour and Snow Dogs, and Cormac and Marianne Wib- Wilburly, who are a writing duo, a husband-wife writing duo. They also wrote Charlie's Angels and The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, National Treasure is. The story of. Let me get over. That's low. There we go. Modern treasure hunters led by archaeologist archeolo- Ben Gates search for a chest of riches rumored to have been stashed away by George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Benjamin Franklin during the Revolutionary War. The chest's whereabouts may lie in secret clues embedded in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. And Gates is in a race to find the gold before his enemies do. National Treasure: The greatest adventure history has ever revealed. Was this your first time watching National Treasure? It was not. Yeah, this was mine. This was—I had never se- seen a National Treasure. I think this is kind of in the era where I've, I turned on Nick Cage. I was like, "Oh, Nick Cage, this is, mm-hmm. is going to mm-hmm. suck." Um, what did you think of National Treasure? I let's, so let's remind the audience the theme.
0: Yeah. The oh, theme right. for this this theme of, of the next couple shows is is Forgotten
1: Franchises. That's right. This month is Forgotten Franchise Month.
0: Yes, Forgotten Franchise Month. And so I chose this theme, and I love this movie. Yeah. I love this movie. I haven't seen it since probably 08 or something. Um, I have this on DVD. When I purged all my DVDs, it was one of the DVDs I kept.
1: Yeah. Um, so you didn't have to pay for this. Did I I watched it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Can't tell you what an idiot I am. I went to just watch and it said it wasn't available on any of my services. I did not have Disney Plus included. And oh, box. Thing. Yeah. So I looked at it and like, oh, I don't have it. Alright, let's go to Amazon Prime. I paid for both these movies. <laughs> like a dummy. And then doing research, it said uh, a Disney student, Disney and Jerry Brockheimer film. I was like, "Well, that must mean it's on Disney." Yeah, TV.
0: yeah. Sure enough.
1: Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. This isn't like a Disney movie. This feels
0: like an adult movie. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I love this movie, and I always have, and I was, I, I. It's been at least more than ten years since I've seen it, mm-hmm. and it held up just fine to me. Yeah, this movie is absolutely in my wheelhouse. Uh,
1: it, l- it looks good. N- nothing aged poorly in this. You're right. Uh, I, yeah, you're right. It, it I matter. I thought it was a blast. I, this is a super fun movie. Um, I didn't question any of the history of this. This is this is history now. This is. I count this this is uh, this is Canon for US history uh, Freemasons, all that stuff yeah like, yeah no I, I liked it I liked all the puzzle boxes like or like the, or, like, the different puzzles. I like that Nick Cage can just kind of say words and then eventually he gets the right answer like I, I do the I do the the crossword puzzle on I have an app for the New York Times crossword mm-hmm. puzzle and I'll put a, a word in there and then I move on and then I go back like oh that's the wrong word. Mm-hmm. He never did that and his stakes were much higher like we'll talk about it in the second one but like, cuz he was puts 1 ounce out there first he's like oh you know, he's kind he's kind of do the clues he's like ah oh, the Wa- the Washington monument what if he just stopped there and then he went to the Washington monument but then he keeps going and he's like no it's actually this I'm like man that's that's smart i kind of i you're right his act, his
0: acting of like kind of like thinking it out, out yeah. loud is pretty solid
1: yeah I mean, it's it's for not a convoluted. I guess yeah, a convoluted. I, I think if you tried to explain everything, people like I I can't follow you here. For a complicated plot, I it's almost too easy how he gets to these things, but it keeps the action moving along, and each action set piece is exciting. Yeah, um, and you gotta, and it's kind of like
0: it's one of those movies if you're not good at. Just letting the movie roll and and letting the unbelievable happen, like you you have to as a viewer watch to really enjoy it. You have to accept mm-hmm. that he knows that he knows so much more about history than you. Yeah, and he can and he can pull it out of his head. You have to accept that no one can do what he's doing yeah. in real life.
1: We write things down for a reason. Oh, like in, in the second one when the president is giving him numbers. And he's like, Y, X, two, three, four, seven, six. Those X might be the numbers. As he walked away, he goes, got it. He walked away. I turned to my wife and go, I already forgot what he said. <laughs> I've Already forgotten. He just said it. We have captions on. And I forgot immediately. <laughs> I don't have that, but he has it. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, he can look at a word and he just, he knows what that word is. He's like, oh, yeah, well, this obviously refers, you know, oh, Charlotte. That obviously is the ship that was taken and lost in the Arctic. How do you know it's not about Charles Webb, which is a book written in America? Maybe that has, right. something, maybe yeah. that has something to do with it. You know, yeah. uh, I let find out in two that George Washington had a slave named Charlotte. I can you didn't immediately go to her? No, you knew it was a ship. But he's smart. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I like Sean Bean as the villain. I like. I had the, I'd kind of
0: forgotten about how much of a supercast it was. Yeah, I really did, and I don't know. Sean Bean probably wasn't super huge at the time. No, probably not. Um, I mean, the his biggest thing, like his most recognizable thing around then, would have been like Goldeneye.
1: Yeah, I'm coming off. Yeah, he's probably the villain in Goldeneye. Yeah, five years earlier, or you something know. Like that. So, but Kaitel, Kaitel in a very small role. Like yeah, the FBI investigation isn't mu- there. Isn't much to it, right? That could have been anybody, even. uh and probably made, not a superstar role, but uh, Diane Kruger's the other doctor. Oh god, what's that? You see that guy in a million things, yeah. He's but like, then in the second one, he's like, in that, that same role is uh, Ty Burrell. Tyber, yeah, it was like that could have been anybody, yeah. but like, yeah, like happened to be Ty Burrell.
0: Yeah, happened. Yeah, I mean, John Voight was big. Mm-hmm. I think you know this was one of the first like American movies for Diane Kruger, right? Justin Bartha wasn't was. was he had that that hit NBC show that got canceled after one
1: season. Teachers. Oh, it did okay. Uh, should should Justin Bartha? Maybe this is safe for the second one. Should he have a bigger career? Yes, I enjoy he absolutely him. Absolutely, should he I, absolutely should. You know who he should be mad at? Um, the Hangover director, Todd, uh, whatever his name is, because there is no reason for him to have such a small role in the second one. Why is he not part of the game? Yeah. That could have launched him into at least Ed Helm's stratosphere. <laughs> and instead he comes back for the second one and they're just like, nah, you stay at the hotel. Yeah. We're give you, you, you have a combined three minutes of screen time. <laughs> yeah, Justin Bartha should be... He's great. I, I like him. I like his little sidekick um, shtick sch- in this one. Yeah, the he's cage. good. He's good. Uh, and a great cage performance. Great cage performance. Yeah. Not... Not real, like,
0: overacted. It's kind of like that. It's, it's not that stereotypical. That's the thing. I told, you a few, I told you a few episodes ago when I watched Pig, I said, Mark, we are about to see a Nicolas Cage renaissance. Yeah. And if you go back, you
1: see these gems that he's done. And you're going to see why. Cage is back, baby. Nick Cage was in the news recently. I can't remember what for. But I just saw a tweet from Guillermo del Toro who said that Nick Cage, no matter what you think about any of his films has never phoned in a performance. No, he hasn't. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, say what you will about the movies he's been given. I haven't seen Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. I haven't seen uh, Willy's Wonderland or Mom and Dad. Like, are these good? Or are these bad? I don't know. But I believe Guillermo del Toro when he says, and just from the movies we've done on this show, Nick Cage does not mail anything in. He, I, we're going to have a Nick
0: Cage renaissance. Yeah. And I got a feeling starting this year. It started with Pig, really. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, you see this and, like, you forget about the the obnoxious Nick Cage that we got used to and that, like, everyone... I think...
1: In this this movie, some people missed it because of that. They got tired of... I was in a role, you know, I was 18, I probably had dumb opinions about movies and I was like, oh, yeah, Nick Cage. Nick Cage is a joke actor now. Right. So, can I... A little side little side story
0: on how i discovered this movie yeah i was off of nick cage right like most people were at this time and i i was changing apartments i was moving with a couple dudes i knew um one guy you and i both know him we both don't like him mm-hmm. he's an idiot he's a moron it was christmas break i moved into the apartment they were out and i was just like what am i gonna do i'm yeah. bored Oh, let's see what What's-His-Name's got on his DVD shelf. And I saw this. I'm like, of course he's got a fucking Nick Cage movie, this stupid asshole. I'm like, well, i got to go watch it. And I watched him like, okay, this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. So that's how I discovered it was out of spite. Yeah. Of it's- a roommate and Nick Cage. Double spite. It's funny that you're like, yeah, i watch this stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> this stupid guy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we had a blockbuster. It was that or the new guy. I wasn't going to watch the new guy. No, new guy sucks. <laughs> new guy is not a good movie. That was a movie that I, mutual friends were like, oh yeah, new guy's hilarious. I was like, no, no it is not. No. <laughs> um, well, America loved this movie as well. Uh, had a $100 million bu- uh, budget. gross $347.5 million. Yeah, baby. Uh, critics not so high on it as you and I are. based on 179 reviews. Uh, Critical consensus reads, National treasure is no treasure, but it's a fun ride for those who can forgive its highly improbable plot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like reviews where they talk about... Okay, if the plot... And we'll get into this with a second one. If the plot makes no sense or if it's incomparable, you can critique that. But if it's improbable, it's a movie. They're, they're all improbable for the most part that are good. You can't fault the movie to say this wouldn't happen in real life. Now, if you want to say it's improbable because no way could this guy, you know, the the, the, the ex-machina of him just being able to, like, come up with the answer off the top of his head, sure, you can do that, but I don't like when they're just like, this can't happen in a movie about, you know, America. What are they trying to find? Oh, just treasure, right? yeah the 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 treasure that's been passed from
0: from empire yeah. to empire brought by the masons yeah you,
1: you can't know. yeah of course it's a it's a treasure hunter movie of course these movies are improbable yeah that's yeah. why it's hidden treasure I, I you know
0: i understand like bo- people that review movies for for a living yeah they they always got to they got to they have to come up with something original to say something that makes them sound smart, yeah. like they know what they're talking about. But yeah, you can save those kind of reviews for, like, the new Elvis movie. Like, oh, yeah. save it for the new, save for a biopic or something where you can look up the facts. Yeah. Like, don't... You don't gotta... You can just say you didn't like the movie, but to talk about, like, the story and the plot of National Treasure... Right. Yeah, no one believes
1: there's a map on the
0: yeah. Declaration exactly. of Independence. Like,
1: that's not a good critique of this type of movie. Now, yeah, if... For this, if you want to talk about uh, the effects look bad, the direction was chaotic, sure. yeah. acting was... was yeah, those are fine critiques, but yeah, when you get into the plot of a movie like this, where it's the whole crutch of it is, there's a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence, Improbable goes out the window. Right. Um, that new Elvis movie, and I don't like to judge too much off a trailer. You know, I kind of just like, eh, if I get around to seeing the movie, I'll get around to seeing the movie, or some sort, something will get me into the theater. Um, I I saw trailer. I can't I can't decide. Is it's like is this trash or do I want to see this? I want to see it. It was very on the fence. Of like I want to see tell. it. I'm confused by
0: it because I feel like the intro to the trailer. They show me the DC Comics
1: logo. Is that true? We probably saw it at the same time that we were watching the Batman. Yes. Yeah, so Did we? I- is, is I, Elvis in the DC EU? That's what <laughs> I was like. Is there some graphic novel about Elvis
0: out there that that takes some yeah. some like historic liberties or something? And that's what we're getting, or are we yeah. getting an Elvis biopic? I think we're getting an Elvis biopic. I think we are getting an Elvis biopic um, with a but guy. Maybe DC is just has a yeah. studio now, maybe, and they're doing doing things other than comics, yeah, which should be fine. Yeah. or maybe it's a Warner Brother, and they just kind of use the dark. Because Warner Brother
1: produces the Warner yeah, Bros did the Batman. I mean, thing. Maybe
0: that's what I saw. Maybe I saw the Warner Brothers thing, and, and it was, they kept it the dark. Like, logo? I just linked
1: it, yeah, to Batman DC. I don't Yeah, know. yeah. I couldn't. I was like, okay, I don't know. That's fine. Yeah, you know, I don't need to know the guy. And I was like, young Elvis. I was like, this looks silly. But then sweaty Elvis is like, I'm kind of into old. Like that. That's an interesting story. Tom Hanks, fat suit, doing uh, voice work. I'm kind yeah. of interested in this. I'm interested, and I like Elvis' music, yeah. so... Boz Lerman? I mean, I like right. music. Do You know? Oh, yeah. I've always done this Romeo and Juliet, but... I don't know. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued by that. I'm it's intrigued like, by National like Treasure. Quite a production. Uh, of course, that much money. Forget what the critics say. We're getting to see. Yeah, you know what? Critics <laughs> don't matter when you're making triple... Yeah. You're, you're tripling down. I do like Roger Ebert. I did like Roger Ebert. He gave it two out of four stars. And he said, so silly that the Monty Python version could use the same screenplay line for line. (laughs) Now that is a review. Yeah. He's talking about the screenplay. He's talking about the things that are said. And the things they say say are silly. There are times you are just listening to people, these people talk, and you're like, this is silly dialogue. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Roger Ebert. You know, that's why he's the best. Uh, three years later, we get a sequel, National Treasure Book of Secrets. The whole gang returns. John Turtle The Wilberleys, Nick Cage, Diane Kruger, Justin Bartha, John Voigt, Harvey Keitel. They're joined by Ed Harris, Helen Mirren, Bruce Greenwood. They're all back, um, or they join the cast as we rejoin uh, Ben Gates, his father, his sidekick, his girlfriend. Um, Benjamin Franklin Gates and Dr. Abigail Chase re with Riley Poole and now armed with a stack of long-lost pages from John Wilkes Booth's diary, Ben must follow a clue left there to prove his ancestors' innocence in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. National treasure, book of secrets, the greatest adventure history has ever revealed. It's very similar to the tagline of the first one, uh, which was... The greatest adventure history has ever... Oh, it's the exact same tagline. That's lazy. (laughs) What did you think of National Treasure? Uh, Taglines aside, what did you think of National Treasure Book of Secrets? Again... Which I kept calling Book of Shadows. I love love
0: Book of Secrets. I love this movie. It's in my wheelhouse. It's more of the same. And then they add Helen Mirren. Are you kidding me? And Ed
1: Harris? Are you kidding me? Yeah. This is this is they uh, they didn't mind and they have the pocket reuniting Cage and Harris again, pin them against each other from the Rock. Um, yeah, they they don't they did not miss with with the cast. Today. No, and you forget Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell.
0: Yeah, and it's it's nice they were able to keep um, the main players from the original cast mm-hmm. back, getting John Voigt back and 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 like J- Justin Bartha loved him in the first one, but he's kind of such a small part. They could have just plugged someone else in there as the tech, yeah, right. The the the, the tech savvy guy. They brought Bartha back. He's even
1: better in the second one, in my opinion. Yeah, they give him more to do. I mean, would have blamed Bartha? Well, hindsight, we would have blamed him. But if he said, <laughs> "Hey, I just this is a movie called The Hangover, right? Two thousand and seven. Oh no, this is Pre-hang- yeah. Yeah, it's a pre-Hangover. pre Yeah, that's pre-Hangover. Okay, yeah, no excuse. No excuse not to come back, right. and he did. So yeah, I'm not blaming him. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what? Let's 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 go a little deeper. What what worked for you with um, Oh Secrets"? I like how we
0: reintroduce the characters. the The plot for the new arc uh-huh. works for me. Like it's not just it's not just a treasure hunt now. Yeah, now it's uh uh you know stand up for my family okay. hunt.
1: I like that. We're on opposite ends of that. Principle. I was like, the first one's a treasure hunt. I'm down with this. Okay. He's finding, He's protecting the Declaration of Independence from bad guys. Right. They're going to steal it. Sean Bean and his crew. This is, I don't know. As we got deeper into it, and there's one point where he's like, but if I'm right, it'll prove that Thomas, Thomas Gates was telling the truth. I was like, how, how would that be telling? I'm so confused about exactly how finding the lost city of gold clear Thomas Gates' that name. Is that would be my negative. Yeah. I'm not really sure how the
0: resolution does clear the name. There is a part in this
1: <laughs> where Nick Cage and uh I don't want to give the negatives now, but but we're on the we're on the topic of plot. Uh the first one, no problem. I was fine with it. Yeah, is it a little improbable? I set that aside. Now we're talking about incomparable plot, where I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But when he says there's no greater debt than giving your life for the country. Abe Lincoln, Thomas Thomas Gates, they gave their lives. So he was ready to give his life by kidnapping the president. And my my thought was, I don't know my great granddad that much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving up my life to. Well, I think you got you got well. So
0: as far as the 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 plot goes, I I like the reason for uh-huh. the next the next treasure hunt. Not just like, hey, I got word of another treasure. Yeah, like. A reason to go out and, and, and pull off these improbable tasks. They, right?
1: they did kind of, but raise the stakes.
0: You got to remember in the original, like his his name that that Gates' name uh-huh. was like like made fun of because of their treasure hunt. No one took them serious as scholars. Yeah. So like that that's why that makes sense to me. in the second one is they after the first one they got their good name back provided historical, like, like substance for the world. Yeah. And then now this dude is just, like, hanging out in the back of a lecture hall, and he's like, actually, your great-great-great-grampy is a, a murderer, what son. What a dick move by Ed Harris. Really terrible place to approach... Way to make a show of it. Yeah, really bad move to do that in a public setting. You, you should approach the man privately. But clearly,
1: Ed Harris... Was after treasure. He Let's, didn't give a uh, crap about anyone's name or his granddaddy. Well, though, I had this in my native. Though I do enjoy Ed Harris. And I think he's a great foil in this. I didn't understand that character at all. Was Wilkerson? He's a bad guy, right? But he gets a heroic death. It's it's redemption. I I don't feel like his arc was great enough. To he was just kind of all over. Like they fu- <laughs> he. He's he's the bad guy. He kidnaps Helen Marin. He knocks out uh, John Boy. But then, as they're going, <laughs> as they're in South Dakota, and they're like doing it, you're like, oh, he's not like. When they find the thing, he's just like, hey, I'm sorry about what I said about your dad. And you're like, oh, okay, he's not a bad guy. Then he pulls a knife on uh, on uh, Diane Kruger. But then that whole plot, he's like, I go first. And then they open it, and he did not go for everybody else with him. And then he holds the thing open, he gets this heroic thing, he's like, hey, just, just make sure I get credit for it. Do you think the screenwriters, is this smart foreshadowing? Or were they making a statement about how our giant gestures for history are often forgotten by the masses, when in the beginning everybody thought no one knew who Riley Poole was, even though he wrote a book, and they just thought he was... Uh, they're like, oh. But I thought Ben Gates was the guy who did it, even though Riley Poole was there. Because uh, then at the end, he's like, make sure you give Wilkerson credit too. Uh, no, I don't think... I, I don't think the <laughs> screenwriters were that smart
0: at all. I think it was just inconsistencies.
1: Because then I thought... At the end, I was like, <laughs> So he, he sacrifices himself for this guy he was ready to kill. well he's ready to stab his girlfriend. He was ready to let him die. But he, he gives a heroic death. <laughs> And then it's like, we'll just make sure Wilkerson gets credit at the end. And then the president's like, we're going to make sure that the entire Gates family, Riley Poole, Abigail Chase, get credit for the fine. And he's like, and Wilkerson's like, that's six people now. And if we learned anything from Riley in the beginning, no one's going to remember the sixth guy who found the treasure. They're just going to remember that... Uh, if this was making national news, I'd go, fuck, Ben Gates is a fucking rock star I think you, al- you gotta also remember this is a Disney movie this, these are hard questions that kids <laughs> yeah. are gonna ask it's like wait but would anybody actually remember Wilkerson as the sixth guy who found the city I, I think Wilkerson died in vain yeah I mean yeah. I, to,
0: to me the, yeah the Wilkerson character is inconsistent it's, especially at the end of the movie yeah. they're like redeeming him yet he's a dick and then they're redeeming him again and then they're giving him credit I agree uh, so.
1: That makes absolutely no sense. I do think it's a little <laughs> uh, This is from the trivia. Apparently, this, this scene was filmed uh, at the end of the movie in the flooding room. Mitch stabs Patrick, um, John Woods' character, uh, in the gut, and the producers took that, cut that scene out of the movie because they thought it crossed the line, and then it would have made his redemption, you know, mean less. But they actually, so I think even filming, they had this weird like. He just stabbed John Voight, but now he gets a hero's death? I think threatening Diane Kruger with a knife is just as bad. Yeah, it's interesting, and I I mean, is it, I do think it,
0: it's the Disney movie thing. Yeah. And it's a family film thing. But Um, you never want to see somebody stab somebody. There's, both these movies have a lot of gunplay and shooting, but no one ever gets hurt,
1: right? That's what I was wondering. Do they mean it crossed the line for his character, that once you stab John Voight, even if you give this, redeeming death it's too late because you've already crossed the line or do they mean it crossed the line for a Disney movie and we can't show somebody stabbing somebody I think they could easily say that and and
0: and and say it is related to a character decision yeah but in reality it's probably a a, a movie rating
1: and Disney yeah guy line oh yeah to me yeah like, so when they say cross the line that's probably what they mean it's like oh yeah this is no longer a PG-13 movie yeah if we show this guy stabbing this yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah, to me that. Yeah, yeah. He was an inconsistent bad guy because there. I never really thought he was like truly bad the whole time. But you're right. There was gunplay. He was just sending his boys out to shoot Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sean Bean the whole time. He was like, that's the bad guy. Yeah. But Ed Harris. You know, maybe that's maybe it's the the genius of Ed Harris. Um, I would argue. I don't know if these films need a bad guy. Do you need a foil? Yeah, you. I because just because I like when they teamed up in uh, in South Dakota. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure like
0: the level of evil the bad guy has to have, yeah. but the both of these movies feed off of the the race. The race. I guess you're right. There is a race against the, yeah. the clock, and the
1: clock is the other team.
0: Yeah, so I yeah. think they need you need some. Yeah, that, that's just the tension.
1: Is yeah. the other the other guy? You're right. There was no other guy. Why? I mean, unless it was the whole thing of him just trying to clear, clear his great-granddad's name. But yeah, you're right. Why, you know, going? Yeah, I mean, the second movie in
0: general, like especially like with all, all the things they got to do, they got to break into the palace and sure. and then get into the Oval Office. Like just things that are like not possible at all. That probably would not be enough. Yeah. Let alone they get done with the palace. This this sweet the sweet caper in, in Buckingham Palace and then uh, Ed Harris is, gets there in fi- he's got the fastest jet in the world he gets there in five minutes and he's he's holding a gun yeah like th- maybe they don't need him but
1: you need Ed Harris yeah. I feel like I've been negative in the beginning just based off the the my, my, my biggest negative was when you brought the plot and the, the inconsistency in Ed Harris' character but if we talk about positives since we're talking about Buckingham Palace Nick Cage, going full of Nick Cage in the fake fight, I loved it. I was absolutely like, yes, this this is why Nick Cage is such a polarizing actor. Yeah, Because he can, he just does that in a movie, and it's very entertaining.
0: And then Some people can
1: see that and be like, that's bad. Nick Cage is a bad actor. And you can be like, that's bad acting. Or he's just going for this over-the-top theatrical, yeah. when he's mocking the two... British guards It just I went out for
0: a pint <laughs> you wouldn't deny a man his whiskey yeah you even, I like even like Riley's characters. like that was amazing yeah. <laughs> oh here come the bobbies <laughs> and then
1: he writes then he gets and I believe I don't I, that's not in the script Nick Cage getting on the rail to slide down that's not in the, that's Nick Cage yeah I thought that was I, the whole Buckingham Palace I, and then more of the, the first one that they carried over the fact that the desks were these, um, these, uh, like lockbox, puzzle box yeah, things. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. Yeah,
0: very cool. Yeah. Very cool thing. Like these cop the drawers are the combination. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of cool to think of. But, you know, the, the writers thinking of that. What, yeah. Yeah, how do we. And I don't know how historical these desks are or whatever, like the Resolute desks.
1: Oh. Um, there is a section on the Wikipedia which is, uh, titled like um, like accuracy or something uh. Uh, so the two deaths do exist that was a gift from the Queen of England it would have come after the Civil War Like right? or it would have been after um, the, the the timelines don't match up but the things that they go and find do exist like mm-hmm. you know there is, there is a smaller Statue of Liberty in Paris there are the two there are the two deaths um, what else do they have like You know, the Library of Congress is a big part. Like, obviously, the Library of Congress is a real part. Um, In the... uh, uh, Around Rushmore thing. Like, the lake's actually, like, 20 miles away. Yeah. being right up against it. But, like... So, it's like, all the things do exist. They just... Movie magic to make, make it, like, line up in their timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about the Lost City being in South Dakota. But the story he tells is about a guy who crashes... Who gets shipwrecked in the coast of Florida... But he saves a chief, so they take him to the lost city of gold. What kind of trek was that? Heck of a journey. That is a heck of a journey. I mean, I guess, I guess, worth it in the end because you get to go see a city made of gold. But that's a that's a long way to store your gold. Yeah, yeah, it's a long way. Uh... Yeah, well, you gotta do that. You gotta do um, that boat. I mean, can, can you can you take a few boats up up the way I and mean, go against against the I Mississippi think that's in, for a little bit? I think that's a yeah. You might you might take the Mississippi up.
0: It's an over it's a lot of overland trekking. Yeah, but that was before you know before disease and and, and you know the Caucasians came and and destroyed the the populace. Yeah. right. So you know maybe they had a, a nice little uh, network there. Yeah. Of, 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 of native population to
1: kind of help. You know, blood. and we took everywhere by boat, so I guess this, this guy was like, hey, you're going to me Lost City Gold? It's going to take us three months to get there? All right. Yeah. Yeah, let me stretch. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll, Only three? Phew. Yeah, we'll start heading out. <laughs> took me two years to cross the Atlantic. Yeah. Um, not part of the movie at all. But put this in the positive, that. Jerry Brockheimer opening credit, you know, like his little like studio logo of the road and the tree getting struck by lightning. Yeah. That's cool. Oh yeah, I just like that. Yeah, I like a, I cool. like a Brockheimer yeah. film. Yeah. Um, also, I and mean, then again, just it still looks good when they're in the city and they're doing all the different traps or whatever to find it. That stuff's all still fun. I like the platform deal they had to get on. Yeah. And then when they actually get into the city, like the, the they do like these cool aerial shots and I'm like, yeah, this this looks fantastic. It looks good. Like yeah, and I think their it's, set designer. You know, it's not it's not real, but
0: I like the idea of them them in both movies stumbling into these old like built things and of course the woods are gonna be rotten in the in, in the twine yeah. and the vines are gonna be brittle and break. Yeah. And stuff, and not just be pristine. I like that. Did you know Helen was in this? I had
1: completely forgot she was in it. I, uh, she, we were, I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, we were watching it, me and my wife, and uh, they were like, "Oh, well, we got to go beat his mom." And she wasn't the first one. I was like, based on what we've seen so far, I was like they. I turned to my wife, I was like, "This better be some A plus stunt casting. It's got to be Helen Barron, or something." And it was sure enough, it was Helen Mirren. I was like, yes, that is how you cast the movie. Yeah, I, I had totally forgot. Good job. And when,
0: yeah, that part was coming up, I'm like, man, I can't remember who his mom is. I'm yeah. Like, I'm but
1: excited. you knew it had to be
0: somebody. I knew it, yeah, I knew it had to be somebody. And I was I was excited to see who it was. And, and oh, yeah,
1: Helen Mirren. Yeah. Uh, not a positive or a negative. I guess a positive, because I'm still amazed they got Harvey Keitel to do these movies. Just because he's not doing anything in these movies. But it's so cool to see, like, Harvey Keitel in this Disney movie and he's cool. Yeah, Harvey Keitel's a cool guy. He just shows up. He really has nothing to do in these, but he's there. Yeah. And yeah. That's cool they got Harvey Keitel cuz again, his his role specifically, that could be anybody. But you get one of the one of our great living actors. Yeah. To do it. Could have been anybody, could have been De Niro. Could have been any bum but they got Keitel. They got Keitel. Yeah. Uh This movie had a $130 million box office, so they did raise it, and another hit on our hands, $459 million at at the the box office. Rotten Tomato score, down from 46%, down to 36%, based on 130 reviews. Uh, Critical consensus, a talented cast goes to waste in this improbable National Treasure sequel, which is eerily similar to the first. It
0: is eerily similar. It is eerily similar. And I... I don't agree with cast that goes to waste
1: yeah. at all. They knew they were doing another National Treasure movie. Like who got wasted outside of like, outside of saying like Harvey Dentelle isn't in this enough, right? That's the only one I I look at and go, man, you got Harvey Dentelle. That's like he should be driving a big portion of this. But to say Nick Cage, I mean, they just say the script's not up to the snuff because everybody's do you know Ed Harris look? I mean, he's. He's committed yeah. to this role, uh, as silly as his motives are. Nick Cage is even raised it from what he was doing. You know, John Boy, Helen Mirren—they're both—they're both good in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless they're just say like the script wasn't good enough for them. But yeah, I mean, to me, to me, it is. It I don't is
0: they're wasted. It's a lesser movie than the first. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's because it. Maybe there's nothing original about it. Yeah. But you gotta to remember too, Mark, at in this junction of, of time,
1: uh this this was the Dan Brown novel era. It does very it feels okay. very much like uh, a family friendly Da Vinci Code. Yeah,
0: this was the this was the Dan Brown novel era. Yeah. I mean Da Vinci Code was through the roof, people then discovered angels and demons. Oh, yeah. That stuff got, you know, turned into films. Mm-hmm. Dan Brown's got a whole series, you know, of of Robert Langdon books. They're all, they're all, all the books are the same, but that, that that was big time. That's why these movies blew up in the box office. No. Was because that is what people, people were always, were clamoring for it. I love Secret Society stuff. Mm -hmm. I love, Indiana Jones is like one of my all time favorite series. That's, Indiana Jones is what, like, I watched when I was home sick you know, like that. I love the the. I love the fake archaeology. Yeah. And I've said this on the show hundred times. How I told my dad I wanted to be an archaeologist, and he laughed at me. He's like, archaeologists just don't go around kissing pretty girls and finding treasure. They read books. I'm like, ah, that kind of
1: sucks. You is. know. But uh, I believe Patrick Gates also tried to tell a young Ben Gates. <laughs> and now look where his life is. That's true. Yeah. Some archaeologists just read a bunch of books. But there also are the cool archaeologists, and you could have been him. God, I would have had a whip, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it is, yeah. This is definitely of an era, of a time, when these type of movies are going out. I, I think, I mean, those Dan Brown books were huge. I, I bought one and read it in a day. Like, yeah. you know, you, you get caught up in the mystery. And the movies were a huge success. And I like to think a lot of America saw that and said, I like these but could we set it in America? Enough of this France bullshit. Here comes Nick Cage and says, yep, Declaration of Independence. We got you. America's got treasures. Yeah, America's, America's got, got, got mysteries." And yeah. then and the second one says, yeah, but there was a history before George Washington. It's the Native Americans. They have treasures. Let's do that. Um, What do you think is on page 47? <sighs> Mark, I've been asking
0: myself that Since I saw this movie for the first time. And that's why I set the theme of Forgotten Franchise. It definitely seems like they're centered. As soon as as this movie ended, I was like, man, we're getting National Treasure 3 in a few years. And I was like, I was checking IMDB for National Treasure 3 for five years after this came out. And I couldn't find it. And I just gave up.
1: I gave up. Movie was cut there, so there, there was always a plan for National Treasure Three based on everybody talking about it. It ended up in script rewrite limbo for years, and eventually just dropped until 2020, where the producer, I think Jerry Brockheimer, who I believe is still with us, yes, he must be. Um, what we lost somebody recently, but it wasn't Jerry Brockheimer. Uh it was it Dick Wolf? Are you thinking of Dick Wolf? Now there was a producer that was like that was like. Did Brockheimer have a partner? It was like a Brockheimer and uh, situation, but uh, I'll look that up later. In 2020, he said National Treasure 3 is a go, and all the cast is returning, include and John Turtle, Tom Nick Cage, Diane Kruger, Justin Bartha, John Voight, Helen Mirren. They're all back for National Treasure Three. Where is it? That was two it's years ago. That was two years ago. And if you go to IMDb, fifteen years after I quit looking, it it seems, it still seems like it's in this like pre-production Man. thing of like. But everyone, all the cast talks very highly of National Treasure, and they all say, "Yeah, they want to do it." But why? Why are we not getting it? Uh, National Treasure Three. There is a release date. So here we go. In development. And this is IMDb, so take this for whatever it's worth. So, in development, expected November 15, 2024. So I guess Disney has it on its schedule, mm. if that's what that means. That makes me happy. Yeah, and then the trivia. And that's going to go
0: right along with the Nikkei dress on.
1: So We're about, yeah. about to live through. Has been stuck in development due to a script not being complete. That's tough. You need one of those. Disney registered the domains for National Treasure Three DVD and National Treasure Four DVD, hinting that Disney wants this to warrant multiple films. Uh, John John Turtletop said, "Page forty-seven of the President's Book of Secrets might not be the focus of this movie, uh, and that's okay with me. Yeah. I
0: kind of was, ho- I was kind of hoping we might get a little like mini." Like, the intro of the third movie might be this page 47 thing, but it really had nothing to do with the actual whole thing. It was just like, hey, we're reintroducing the characters, page 47, and then, oh, this is the real mystery we're working on now, the real treasure we're after. Like, the Golden Gate Bridge is actually made out of gold or something. Uh, What if it goes dark and it goes into the JFK assassination? I'm cool with it, man. As long as there's, like, a secret room and, like, some, some... some
1: hidden text. Yeah. Um, it, it, like it, oh yeah. You got the zombie puzzles. It's yeah. Be, yeah. Uh, so that answers my next question. Do we need a sequel for this? Absolutely. I would like to Absolutely, see a sequel. Yes. I would like to see a sequel, I like to, see a sequel to this. I, I, I did think this was a fun movie, and the concept of it of it is, is fun. What about a remake? It's been um, fifteen years. Hmm. Instead of a sequel. Now I know we are in the middle of the the cage Renaissance, but. Is it time to give this over to this franchise over to someone else? You know, I don't think it would be terrible. Like a like a
0: relaunch would be terrible. I think something like this could also be a really cool show.
1: An extra show, yeah, yeah, could be a good TV show. You can do a season, a mystery, a season, yeah, yeah. But I mean, one not a complaint, but part of the improbable or the incomprehensible plot is that they do the, this second movie that they, they go to four different locations in two hours. If that was a show stretched out, you know, you could give more time to Buckingham palace, the white house, you know, him deciding to kidnap the president is its own, you know, its own episode. And yeah. then, you know, the big South Dakota showdown is, you know, the five, two to two episode finale. And yeah, you, you just give more time to everything. Uh, or they just fill with more Nick Cage, uh, doing his thinking out loud. He's <laughs> just 40 minutes of like, going through, no, it wouldn't be that. No, no, it would be, resolute stand. When he comes up with that, I was like, "Yeah, that's why you're Ben Gates and I'm not. That's right. Yeah, just stand, resolute. <laughs> he said that. I'm, here's how much I don't know about history. He's like, two twins standing resolute. It was like, Ah, the twin towers pre nine (laughs) eleven. It was two thousand seven. Like this is well after the fact. Plus, this is Lincoln times. I I don't think the World Trade Center was a thing. But that's why I would be wrong. Like I would have to be wrong twice, and then I'd get on the third try. You'd be the tech savvy sidekick. Yeah, I would throw in the World Trade Center Monument or the nine eleven Memorial. That's where the clue was hidden idiot. It's, <laughs> it's a desk in England. Um, yeah. I don't know who, I don't know if we have a Nick Cage. Um, but if we did, re- I I do think this lends itself nicely to a, to a th- the, the the cast return, a sequel more so than a, a remake. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, agree. I, I think I mean, you kind of look like, oh, they're all kind of aging a bit, but you, know, you don't find a treasure every three years. You find a treasure in 15 years. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get back to my questions here. Uh, okay, we added this question last week, or last episode. What character, outside of Benjamin Franklin Gates, is most worthy of a spinoff if they were going to build the National Treasure universe? Most worthy of a spinoff. Ooh, man, uh... Probably Riley? The the Riley I think it's uh I think it's the mom and dad prequel. Okay, okay. Fine yeah. Oh yeah, that could be good. Doing Finding Treasures in the sixties. Yeah. That's what I want, yeah.
0: That could be good. Then we get the whole scene where he, he, he mispacks the luggage or whatever that they're
1: talking about yeah, that was, we get that like, apparently the the crux of the relationship. We get Pat. We get a young Patrick, who's kind of anti all this back in the sixties. But he's still. But he's doing it all simply to try to impress her. Yeah. We can, we kind of build a little more on that, you know, and we just use de aging technology. Yeah, that would work. We still get Helen, Helen Mirren and John Boy. Yeah. That, yeah. Those. That would be. That would work as a, a yeah. little side. Or do you even further? I mean, both movies kind of start with this flashback to olden times. Do you see? This is another silly Maybe
0: maybe hiding of the clues?
1: This is another silly part. It, 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 this is I I don't put this in the negative. But it is silly. That the day they were going to assassinate Lincoln, they had a side quest to also try to find the city of gold. Mm. They just I, I just think they over The timing uh, was a little little uh They tried to fit a lot in their schedule. Yeah. I feel like the killing of Abraham Lincoln would take up most of my time. But then they're like, hey, while we're here, let's just pop over. I hear there's this guy who's good with puzzles. Let's ask him about a completely separate thing. Uh, cause that's kind of what he, based on the... I had to go back and read the, uh, the plot summary on Wikipedia, was that by finding the city, it proved that Thomas Gates' name was in the book on a, on a unrelated to the assassination um, mission. But it's just... The fact that they tried to do that in the same night—that's you know, yeah, the, plan the, that out a little better. Yeah, they should have tried to um,
0: zero in on where this um, treasure was much farther, much long before they they attempted the assassination. You definitely want to spread them out. Yeah. yeah, and you couldn't do it after because after the whole place is locked down. Oh, you're wanting you that, you know? So you got
1: to do it before, but well before. Yeah, I um, would try to get the cipher first. You come back, three months later, Lincoln's seeing the sequel to the play he was watching. Yeah. Then you do it. Yeah. But uh yeah, just uh, not smart on their not smart on their part.
0: But maybe they were afraid that would tip their hand. Oh, right. So they had to do it all at once, knock it out, yeah. and disappear. Yeah, maybe. Although, is that a real, was that real? Are the Knights of the Golden Circle real? That is a real thing. That's a real thing. I was
1: doing research on them. Uh, they weren't so much, what was, uh, it sounded interesting. This is a Wikipedia entry I read. Was like the founder of the Knights of the Golden Circle, his big thing was setting up a new territory in Mexico for setting up slave states in Mexico. That was, like, his big, like, Mm -hmm. um, campaign uh, talking point, you know. That was his big issue was, like, hey, let's just go to Mexico. We'll set up our own country, and uh, we'll have all the slaves we want. Right. Yeah. And then I don't know whether uh, I saw they, uh, or in my quick reading, they they would rob... um, or they robbed gold chips. I don't know if that's why they're called the Golden Circle or that's how they were funding their operation. Uh, But yeah, Knights of the Golden Circle was a real thing. Yeah, and I know there's tons
0: of conspiracies and theories and and conspiracy theories about John Wilkes Booth. You know, did he act alone or not? That kind of thing. Making a movie and taking some historical um, freedoms. I I like that. Oh yeah, sure. I, I like historical fiction. I read, I read a lot of historical yeah. fiction. I enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Abraham
1: Lincoln wasn't a vampire hunter, I don't think. But, so you can do whatever you want yeah, with that's right. <laughs> uh, okay, we have, uh, this movie qualifies for this category. What do you grade the title, National Treasure, colon, Book of Secrets? Ooh, I
0: mean, I don't think it's that good.
1: The Book of Secrets wasn't really... It's It's not part of Yeah, that's not...
0: It wasn't... That's my thing. It wasn't... After seeing the movie, I'm like, yeah, the Book of Secrets was such a minor part of
1: this that it didn't... I don't really like it. National Treasure lost City of gold. Yeah, I don't like that either. National Treasure, wood plates, and a desk.
0: I like that a little better. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't like the... I don't like the fully, like, explained... Okay.
1: Subtitle. Yeah. Right? Like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, you you want a little not like vague, but like national treasure colon, uh, you know, something about his lineage, you know, or or,
0: or stand resolute, or, or oh, something. yeah, that's or, good. Yeah, national uh, treasure stand resolute. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Book of Secrets. Yeah, it's not that good. It's yeah, not that
1: good. especially if you find out there is an actual book of Secrets and it doesn't really play that big of a role. It's just one of many clues. I'm really bummed, too, that, like, Donald Trump has seen that, and I haven't. (laughs) That pisses me off. I thought Bruce, Bruce, President Bruce Greenwood, uh, he played that book close to the vest, just like, what are you talking about? That thing doesn't exist. And he's like, okay, it doesn't exist. Had Trump been the president, though, I think he could have just asked him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If it was real, Trump would have tweeted out, like, a photo of each page, like, since the day he got in the office, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have to kidnap.
1: He was just—he was like, "I'm gonna go ask the president." If yeah. I his book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you need to see the original to enjoy this one?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think you could. I think you just jump right in on this. If this is on cable or something, I think you just jump right in. Yeah,
1: I. I don't think you need the backstory of anybody. No, I don't think the character backstory is really important to this they they give you enough of that little opening of him recounting the story you yeah. you get enough of like what the father son dynamic and what the gates you know what, what they are to themselves and history yeah I, I, I think it's a perfect cable movie uh that you could just yeah throw this one on yeah. you're fine men looking for treasure um okay and then fine or no it's not finally, but you have to choose between one of these you're in a hotel room it's National Treasures on TBS. National Treasure Book of, Sh- Book of Secrets is on TNT. <laughs> which,
0: which one are you watching? I'm going. I'm tuning in the TBS for the original. Yeah, I think.
1: Um, yeah, I enjoyed the original more. I definitely thought it was a little more, a little more fun, a little more. I could follow it a bit more. Um, Though Justin Bartha's. Um, uh, molester stash in that is bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he got rid, of, rid of, of that. that. And then his weird, his boy band hair did not like, that's not how you look for him. <laughs> the, the, the drapey hair, and it's glad he got that put up like an adult uh, in the second one. He could yeah. afford it. A little more professional <laughs> looking. Yeah, I, I, I did like the um, the uh, the Cage, Krueger dynamic of like in the first one, of them not being a couple, just being two people um, kind of after the same thing yeah. and kind of being forced to work together. Two and smart then, people, yeah. somewhat adversarial. Right. But but obviously there's tension. Yeah. yeah. There's the romantic tension between the two. I th- that was more fun than this one. Although Diane Kruger, you know, so good, good in this one, but I like the tension of the first one. Though I will say, out of both movies, if, if you said, what's the best scene in both these movies? That Buckingham Palace fake fight scene is probably my favorite <laughs> scene in all of National Treasure. It's pretty good. Um, and then finally, National Treasure, Book of Secret, did we need it? I think we did need it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was just going on about this Buckingham Palace fake fight scene. <laughs> Man, it's... I think it's not as good as the first one. It's even more hard to follow than the first one. I don't get the Ed Harris character. But it's still a very fun Disney movie. I'm gonna say, like, yeah, we need it. We need we need little fun movies like this. Yeah. yeah. That are just two hours or a little action, a little comedy. You'll learn a lot about history. I mean I mean I think the closest thing we
0: have to it recently that that we've done on the show would be the Jumanji
1: the new Jumanji. They, they do, movie. yeah. Kind of just this fun... You know, just rock. And and something I can kind of complain about these new movies where I just go, well, comedies nowadays you get Chris uh, or not uh, Kevin Hart or Miss Carthy and they go too broad. Com- this isn't a broad comedy. It's there's humor in it, but it's not this like slapsticky. You know, Kevin Hart of the Rock vehicle. Yeah, it's funny, but it, the the focus isn't the comedy; it's the action. Yeah and the, and the, mystery. the, the yeah. mystery of it but it's family friendly and you're getting a lot of humor in it and you know the, you don't need Nick Cage to be funny although he is in it the sidekicks are funny. and that's kind of the, that's the formula I like is that yeah I'm in this action mystery movie and the, the sidekick he's going to be the comic relief and that'll be enough to kind of piece everything together I don't need Nick Cage doing jokes or doing you know big big pratfalls and Things yeah. like that. So yeah, I'm gonna say we need it. I, I I think this is a nice little series of movies and we should get a third one. And we just put these on Disney Plus and it's a nice alternative. Um, for families. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you have thoughts on National Treasure Book of Secrets, you can email us at DBTG Podcast, find us on Twitter, send us a tweet, let us know what you think. Uh let, let us know what you think's on page forty seven. What oh, great mystery man. is there out? Next. Uh, We're going to continue Forgotten Franchise Month. I had two. I didn't know. I had two written down, and I was going to really base it off how this episode went. I'm curious how you interpreted this. Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, what I looked at, I looked at franchises that had multiple entries where we hadn't gotten one in a long time. Okay. And I'm going to choose what I think is the better viewing experience. Okay. This franchise, five movies dating back to the eighties, but we've done five of these. The last oh, one was man. in two thousand seven. This movie features some, of, or this franchise features some of our greatest actors, Academy Award winners. This movie, a movie in this franchise, has won multiple awards, and yet we just haven't gotten anything. Based off a book that had also multiple entries, we're going to do Red Dragon the remake to Michael Mann's Manhunter and also the prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Okay. We're doing, yeah, we're doing Red Dragon, a forgotten franchise. Yeah. Because if you would ask me, is Hannibal Lecter a franchise? Well, obviously it is. Hannibal is a franchise. Yeah. And, I have never seen, I've seen Manhunter once, way back in the day, I've never seen Red Dragon, so this will be fun. I don't know if I s- saw this. Oh, uh, Red Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do I watch first? I think. Well, I, I don't know your. I don't know your style. I, I see. This is because I did name three movies. I think the the comp we're gonna do is Manhunter versus Red Dragon. Okay. So you can skip Silence of the Lambs. But why Lambs. would I? Because it's so good. Yeah. Manhunter and Red Dragon. Yeah, that's that's okay. that's the review we're doing. That's the comparison we're doing. But yeah. you want to watch a Hannibal? You want to watch Hannibal Rising, which is a movie we got in 2007? Uh, be my guest.
0: I've always meant to read these books. Um, I bought a bunch of them at like oh at like it's Salvation Army or something. Yeah. Uh, they're still... I haven't read them. No,
1: I have... Uh, which one do I have on my shelf? We'll see if I can see it. Uh, I, I think I have Hannibal. I think I have Hannibal on my shelf. I saw it. It was a dollar at the Goodwill. Or yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to get into these. And I, I've never covered them. Having of started. Looks yeah. good on the shelf, though. Yeah. yeah. Good, hard, good hardcover, you know, uh, artwork on it. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll read the book. We'll do <laughs> Manhunter. We'll do Red Dragon. Cool. That's next week. You can uh, get caught up on that. Uh, until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy. Guide to Sequel Remakes. X never marks the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't
0: resist.